Hello, spooky humans, and welcome to another edition of Mystery Hour, a podcast that focuses on Australian horror stories, mysteries, murders, ghosts, paranormal, supernatural, anything like that. Um, and yeah, uh, if you guys hear anything in the background today, that's just my roommates talking again. They always seem to chat away and yes. Uh, today I thought I'd do something different to the last uh, podcast. I thought I would search the internet and uh, just check out some scary stories, like scary Australian stories, uh, and see what we can find. So if you guys hear some, well, if you guys, you know, have, you know, if you hear silence, you don't really hear silence, you experience silence. I don't know. But if there's any long silences, I do apologize. Or do I? I don't know. Okay. So the first site that I'm looking at is 10 Amazing Stories of Australian Paranormal Phenomena. And it's on Listverse. I don't know. I'll put all the links. Like, I'll, I'll put all the links in my blog. Uh, so if you guys want to check it out, you guys can. And then... Okay, so the first one is The Fisher's Ghost. The legend of Farmer Frederick Fisher is one of the most popular ghost stories in Australia. On a calm June evening in 1826, Fisher left his house in Campbelltown to run some errands, never to return. He was gone without a trace, leaving no clues that could explain his sudden disappearance. Four months after Fisher vanished, a local resident stumbled into a Campbelltown hotel, pale and shaken to his very bones. He told the assorted audience that he had just encountered the ghost of Frederick Fisher. The spectral farmer had been sitting on a fence by the road, pointing his finger at the paddock near the river that ran nearby. Then the startled men watched as the apparition, apparition faded away in front of his eyes. The man who had seen the ghost was a wealthy and well-respected member of the community, so the police decided to investigate the paddock the ghost had pointed at. To their shock, they found the body of Frederick Fisher, dead and hidden from view. His murderer was soon found to be one George Worrell, Fisher's neighbour and friend who had been taking care of his legal matters in the past. Worrell had already raised some eyebrows after Fisher's disappearance, as he told that Fisher, or he told everyone that Fisher had sailed to England and soon started selling the poor farmer's belongings. The emergence of the body soon caused Worrell to confess, and Fisher could finally rest in peace. Or could he? Some sources say that Fisher quite liked being a ghost, to the point that he still haunts the hotel mentioned in the legend today. Ooh, what? So if you guys want to go and, uh, go, you know, check out some haunted hotel, the one in Campbelltown is the one to go. Number nine, Wycliffe Well. If I say any of these wrong, by the way, I'm sorry. Wycliffe Well is a roadhouse and holiday park near Warshope in the Northern Territories. The area is said to be one of the biggest hotspots for UFO activity in the entire continent. There have been many reported sightings in recent decades by local visitors alike. 
and this has made the relatively remote location surprisingly popular among UFO enthusiasts and the occasional tourist. Why do UFOs congregate in Wycliffe Well? Nobody knows for sure. Some say that the place at an intersection of two major ley lines, which attract alien vessels and cause them to pass the place quite often. Others maintain the mysterious sightings are actually secret experiments by the Pine Gap US military base, which, according to some theories, is Australia's answer to Area 51. Others still say that UFOs, if stories of them are actually true at all, are merely the desert sun's reflection on birds and other tricks of light. Sure, I don't know. Whatever the truth may be, the roadhouse, stuffed to the brim with alien kish and UFO memorabilia, certainly benefits from the rumours. 8. The House of Miracles Oh, wait, shit, I know this one. This one is close to where I grew up. So I, I, I remember hearing this. This is back in 2006. And I remember, I, I, I do, I remember going to school, people were speaking about it, and I was so against all of this. Like, I did not believe in this in, at all. Okay. In the suburbs of Sydney, there is a small house where miracles are said to happen. In 2006, three months after their 17-year-old son died in a car accident, George and Lena Tainos were shocked to notice that the walls of the deceased boy's room were mysteriously weeping aromatic oil. They soon became convinced that the oil was of supernatural origin, sent by their son from heaven to communicate with them. As news of this mysterious house of miracles started spreading, its fame grew and the faithful came knocking at the Tainios family's door. They even noticed that the oil combined with prayer seemed to have healing properties. Pilgrims kept on coming, so the Tainios turned their house into a 24-hour chapel. A local Catholic priest became convinced that the phenomenon was clearly a miracle and even started anointing people with the oil. That's gross. Even Mr. Tenos' trouble, or even Mr. Tenos's trouble with the law in 2010, curiously, he had been involved in a forgery case, didn't stop people from coming. The miracle oil, which was tested in 2007 and found to be a combination of oil and water, is still on the walls of the house today, and its true origins remain a mystery. The Tenos maintain its origin is divine, but although they have always refused to take any money from visitors, the president of the local Skeptics Association has his own suspicions about the mystery substance's authenticity. He says the House of Miracles looks a lot like someone had been, and we quote, running around the house dabbing oil and water on the walls. Sure. Number seven, Gosford Glyphs. The Gosford Hieroglyphs, or Gosford Glyphs for short, are a set of strange deep cut markings on a rock in Hunter Valley, New South Wales. Since their discovery in 1970s, the set of 300 pictures has achieved a widespread notoriety due to their resemblance of ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs. What's more, 
the area also seems to have a large labyrinth structure of strangely straight caves and tunnels underneath the stone. Does this mean that ancient Egyptians somehow managed to travel to eastern Australia and bought their rock, rock working tools along for the ride? How did they manage that? What? Was it magic? Were they hate, helped by aliens? They were definitely helped by aliens. Like, aliens... Have you seen the hieroglyphs? Like, come on, people. Like, they're aliens, man. They've got to be aliens. They're not humans. They've got big heads. It depends on who you ask. Stephen Strong, the leader of a group of amateur archaeologists researching the area, says the amount of existing evidence, along with a second series of glyphs that his team has recently found, means the area still clearly has many strange mysteries to hide. Meanwhile, Egypt, 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 I can't even say the word, Egyptology, Egypt, Egyptology, I don't know, expert, Boyo Okajina, Okinga, Okinga, I don't know, from Sydney's Macquarie University has stated that the site has nothing to do with the Egyptians. According to him, the glyphs are poor imitations, what were most likely made by Australian soldiers who visited Egypt during World War I and developed a fascination with the culture. That could be true, but it's it's more fun to think that uh, aliens, because thinking aliens have done anything is really exciting because yes okay I'm gonna just skip a few of these Okay, let's go to the Life Buzz 30 Scary Things Found in Australia. 16 Will Haunt Your Dreams Forever. Oh, this isn't that scary. This is just a, a python eating a bat, which is like eh. a giant centipede killing a snake, which is scary. How big is that centipede? What the hell? Unless it's a really small snake. Oh, I don't even want to know. Lace a monosaur. No, go Anna. No, he piss off. Thank you. Just sitting on someone's wall at the back of their house. No, I'm good. Oh, that's gross. I don't want to. I don't even want to talk. Oh my god, it's a python consuming an alligator. Okay, alligator. No, it, it it's a crocodile. Seriously, people. Yeah, no. Clickbait. Ten creepy phantoms and urban legends of Australia. Now this is from Urban Ghosts. And I'll put the link to this in the in the blog as well. Okay. The Burning Airman, which was in Canberra. In 1940, tragedy struck the outskirts of Canberra. A Lockheed Hudson II bomber carrying four members of government spiraled out of control and crashed into the nearby woods known as the Canberra air disaster the incident would go down in local history in more ways than one 
Fast forward a handful of years later, and Canberra res- residents started reporting strange encounters in the woods. It was said that unearthly lights could be seen near the old crash site, while others reported hearing the distant drone of an aeroplane, followed by a loud bang. But nothing compares to the story told by one teenage girl. Not long after the first sightings were reported, a teenage girl ran screaming from the forest, claiming she had been followed by a long-dead airman. Still shrouded in flame, the figure had pursued her to the edge of the forest, and she wasn't the only one. Over the years, many stories have built up of people having hideous encounters near the crash site, encounters so horrible that few ever return to the woods again. Is this burning man still out there somewhere waiting for them? We'll leave that for you to decide. I, like, don't think that I really like this at all. Australian scary stories. That's what we want to hear. Australian scary stories. Google where you put them. I want to hear scary stories. Real life horror stories from my time in the Australian outback. Alone in the outback, attacks on backpackers play on deep-seated... I can't see the rest of that. Encounters with the uncanny. Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah-ooh-ah. Six spookiest roads in Australia. Oh, let's do this. Six spookiest roads in Australia. The Lady in Black, Mount Victorian Pass, Lithgow. I think I've heard of this, actually. According to a legend, this strip of highway is haunted by a rather nasty spectre, the Lady in Black. Since the mid-19th century, travellers have spoken of a mournful figure dressed in all black that clings to the back of vehicles, causing drivers to plummet it to a fiery death. Immortalised in Henry Lawson's poem, The Ghost of at the Second Bridge, the phantom is believed to be that of Caroline Colitus, a local lass from the Hunter Valley who beaten, whose beaten and battered body was found beside the road in 1842. Whoa! I think I've heard of it. So my sister's from Lismore. And one day, like, this is not near Lithgow, but she was driving in her car one day and she she went to, she was, she was driving back from her university to a dorm and she's driving along and she's passing this, this cemetery and she looks in her rearview mirror and sitting in the back of her car was, I think it was this, this woman that was just kind of looking at her. And when she turned, obviously she turned around to look at her back seat and she was was freaked out. There was nothing there. And I'm pretty certain this was at night too, which made it all the the most like scary. Like if that happened to me, I'd probably crash the car. Like I'd probably be like, nah, fuck this. Like, ooh, into the, yep, this is it. Nah, I'm I'm good. This is enough for me. Like that's like, I'm not having that. Like stuff that. Why would I know? So... See that's that to me is like the equivalent to the equivalent to driving along and then a spider popping out of nowhere. 
Actually, you know what? I, I'd rather the ghost in the back of my car. Not, no way, spider, not stuffed spiders. I can't do spiders. Okay. The Tanami Road, new, uh, uh, which is on the border of Northern Territory in uh, Western Australia. Okay. The Tanami is one of the... Uh, I would prepare the tsunami is one of Australia's most isolated roads where your only company might be the occasional dingo, kangaroo, snake or road train. Despite the lack of roadside assistance, probably the real reason you don't want to get held up here is because it stretches past the infamous Wolf Creek Crater, forever connected to the gut churner film Wolf Creek about a serial killer. Whatever you do, don't watch the movie before venturing out on this isolated stretch, particularly if you plan to camp at the crater and have any hint of car trouble. I'm so going to do that. I'm so going to do that. The Palija Princess Newell Highway, New South Wales. The ghost of the Palija Princess has reported reportedly been seen by many people travelling along the Newell Highway in New South Wales. The story of a of the bag lady was a familiar sight of truckers who would see her walking along the highway with her shopping trolley, especially at night, in complete darkness. She was a recluse, old, grey-haired and crazy according to the locals, and they dubbed her the Prelige Pril- Princess. One night in 1993, the Prelige princess was hit and killed by a truck. The trucker who hit her said that she was wandering across the road and hadn't seen her until it was too late. To this day, truckers swear they continue to see her walking her trolley at night along the highway, just as she had done for years before she died. Anti-Gravity Hill, Straws Lane, Wood, Wood End, Victoria. Not far from Melbourne is one of the best-kept secrets and most unusual and baffling places anti-gravity hill in Straws Lane Woodend. Standing near the bottom of a hill facing uphill, if you tip water onto the road, it flows up the hill and not downhill, as gravity norm- would normally do. Place a ball on the road and the same thing happens. It rolls uphill If you are in a car, stop at the bottom of the hill, place the drive in neutral and it will slowly roll up the hill. Spooky. Okay, so this car is going, she's put it in neutral and she's going up the hill. Not down the hill, which doesn't make much sense. Okay, if you guys can explain this, that would be awesome because she's going up the hill, not down the hill. And she's getting to like this little... What the hell? She has to be stopping. She's not stopping. She's just continuing up the hill. No, she's stopping. We've now stopped. That's weird. Okay. Oh no, I know this one. Belangelo State Forest, New South Wales. Everybody in Australia would know this. Granted, this isn't a single road. The Belangelo State Forest features both two- and four-wheel drive tracks, creeks, crossing, creek crossings, forest camping, and plenty of scope for exploitation. Exploration, not exploitation. Exploration. 
However, this forest is unfortunately known for less than its natural beauty. In 1992, Orientals came across human remains and Belangolo became a crime scene as police scoured the bushland looking for further grisly evidence. In all, seven corpses were found. The case was closed in 1994 when construction worker Ivan Molat confessed to the murders. The case became known as the Backpacker Murders, with most victims disappearing from areas such as Sydney's King Cross and their bodies recovered in the forest. Two questions remain to this day. One, are there more crimes buried in the forest? And two, did Ivan Malat work alone? Which I don't think he did. Oh, maybe that's what the whole, oh, maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I might focus on that maybe next week. That would be pretty cool. Okay, I'm going to look up something. Lismore Lion Park. Okay, so a few years ago I travelled to Lismore, which is where my sister was living at the time, um, and we went past this park that they weren't, like no one was able to go into or no one was able to enter um, for some spooky odd reason and everyone was saying that it was haunted and I didn't really believe them until I started looking it up and it was it was it was it started to become really interesting to me um so haunted legends abandoned places old lions park in Lismore now I'm going to go through old lions park for you because it is pretty it's weird like it's really kind of weird there are a lot of legends like this is the one that i i think is correct so um okay so back in the late 70s a child was playing on a set of swings in lions park lismore and fell off a swing came back and hit the child causing a fatal blow legend has it that on windless nights thereafter the swings rocked back and forth and unearthly screams would emanate from the forest the swings would soon be removed and destroyed. However, the screams continued, and pretty soon the happy families and loving children, once so familiar with the park, had left. Lions Park was abandoned, and it still is. The story is listed on Australian paranormal and ghost websites, which allege Lion Park, Lions Park to be conspicuously located in South Lismore, next to and now abandoned Lismore Station. After further investigation, however, um, this person found that the sites were incorrect. A local told me that Lions Park had, in fact, moved from its original location on the outskirts of town. Like, it's really weird because I remember going here and I remember, like, my sister's friends telling me that they were to go to Lions Park and at, like at night when it is when when like what there it, there was no winds around they would still hear the gushing of the like it, it, yeah I don't know it's it's weird but they would have like experiences as well and they would hear screaming and like so that what I just read then I I believe it to be real which is pretty cool okay so I'm on a website right now it's called haunted places which I'm pretty excited to to read about, to be honest. So let's get this underway. 
Asquith, Asquith Station. There has been sightings of a schoolboy haunting the area after a story was told that he was murdered by being pushed onto the tracks and flattened by a train. Yelling and school bells have been heard. The latest sighting, 20th November 2009. Duffy in Canberra. There is a creek around with a house right next to it or on top of it where a little girl roams around. The former owners had visits from the little girl. She died in the late 1800s, early 1900s by drowning her in the creek. Canberra Woolshed, Canberra. Used in 1900s as a convict prison where executions also took place, many believe that there are hundreds of spirits floating around in the woolshed. Woolshed, sorry. There have also been reports from nearby houses that screams have been heard from the shed. There was a report of a man finding blood in the corner of the shed. Hornsby, the fountain. There have been screams of people drowning and struggling in the areas of the Hornsby fountain. There have been incidents of people being dragged into the fountain and being held down. That's scary. New South Wales. Oh, let's try and find Junie Monte Cristo, which is what I did last week. Um, Lismore Lions Park. Oh, here's one. There used to be a set of swings that used to move on windless nights by themselves and stop with an unearthly scream of a child. The story goes that a young boy was playing on the swings back in the late 70s and fell off. The swing came back and killed the child. His ghost still plays on the swing until the local council got rid of them. Okay, so this is what kind of confuses me about Lion Park. Like, why would they get rid of the swings? Like, what is... Like, I understand if you get rid of swings and you put something else in, but they got rid of the swings and now no one goes there. Like, what are they doing with the area? And you can't actually go in. Like, I remember going past. And if anyone's from Lisbon, please, like, tell me I'm wrong. But I remember being there and you weren't able to go inside. Like, it was... Like, strictly, you just weren't allowed to go in. It's really weird. I think it's weird. Curie Curie, Richmond Vale Rail and Mining Museum in New South Wales. Richmond, Maine is an abandoned mine which operated from 1910 to 1967. Today, it is a steam railway and mining museum. During its operating life, there were 54 lives lost from accidents and mistakes. In 1922, a mine shaft, which can travel 300 feet underground and is preserved today, was taking five miners down to the bottom of the pit. Its cable snapped when the shaft's cage was still 200 feet from the ground. All the miners lost their lives. The records of the incident still exist. Today, about 5 out of 10 people who visit the museum and have had to look at the abandoned shaft say that they feel very sad, obviously. Some say that they can still hear the sounds of people yelling out as if they are falling. Also, strange things happen to some of the steam locomotives preserved at the museum. Some of the drivers have said that various controls on the locos, Loco and 30 go haywire. A former South Mait Maitland Railway local is the engine that has strange things done to it. The throttle will be fully open for the locomotive to move when the drivers have left it in the closed position. There are also incidents where the driver, the fireman, or both are in the cab and the engine's whistle will be pulled right in front of them. 
without either of them pulling the whistle cord. It is said to be a spirit of the former manager, Mr John Brown, who died there in 1930, cause of death not known. He has been seen early in the morning firing off the steam loco for a day's run. Two museum members have seen him and they refused to ever work in the same area again. Mr. Brown is seen on the third Sunday of each month, five out of ten times. Woo! What? I see all these, like, Picton things. I don't understand, like, people live in Picton because it's so... Okay. Penrith. Okay, this is where I'm from. Okay, New South Sydney, Penrith, Orchard Hills, New South Wales. This place is an old mafia house and years ago in the top tower of this house they used to take people that deceived them and shoot them. Nobody lives there now, but an at night time, the top tower light turns on and there is a distinctive white shaded light uh, figure that comes down. Oh my God, I've heard about this. Yes. Oh my God. I heard about this all the time. Like people would speak about this house all the bloody time. Wollongong. Oh, oh my God. There's a Wollongong Horsley one. <gasps> Many years ago. A girl was brutally murdered at night at the at a park on the side of Bong Bong Road. I need to get my roommates. I need to tell my roommates about this. Holy moly. <sighs> okay. New South Wales, Wollongong, Horsley. Many years ago, uh, sorry, many years ago, a girl was brutally murdered at night at a park on the side of the Bong Bong Road. Also, another girl was caught, killed a few years later when she was hit by a car. It is now said that this road is haunted by the two girls' angry spirit looking for their killers. Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's the skate park. <laughs> Don't worry, they've rebuilt it. They exercised it, I'm sure, when they rebuilt it. <laughs> they exercised <laughs> it. <laughs> well, one of the park is in next to Bong Bong Road. Ooh, I have to ride my bike through there. And you have to walk through that when you go to the train station. So don't get murdered well, by anyone. It's daytime, so it's fine. It's only at night that woman's naked body found adapted path. Is that the one you were talking about? I think so. There's heaps of Wollongong ones, like Wollongong. Hey, Marie, wasn't that our old classmate? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <sweet>. Ray Park. 
Was that? Isn't that on the other side that's not there anymore? Remember there was a park on the other side that's not there anymore? There's I'm just scaring my roommates now. I'm not scared. She's scared. Now I have to fix it. Thanks. Sydney, Wollongong, Matt and Coal Mine. In the 1920s, a mine worker was killed. This mine worker was disliked by the community and at work. And when he, whenever he was taunted, he cried and then let out evil laughs. <laughs> I don't know if that's an evil laugh, I don't know. It is said that if you go up the mountain at midnight, you can still hear him laughing. It's quite a very scary experience because many people say he hits and tugs at you. Okay, now they're speaking about the royal baby. I'm gone. I'm sorry, but babies are born every day. Come on, people. Are you going to care that little when um, your niece or nephew... No, of course I'm not. Because they're my niece and nephew. Oh. Okay. Sorry for that little detour there. I just had to make sure my roommates were aware that, you know, there were murders around our area. Oh, I've been here. So Tasmania or Richmond, Richmond Bridge. I've been here. It's really nice. It's like Australia's oldest bridge, um, which is said to be haunted by the ghost of George Grover. Um, he was supposedly thrown off the bridge by the convicts he tortured during its construction. Grover was transported to Van Diemen's Land in 1825 for stealing, and by 1829, records showed he, show him as a flag flagate flagellator. What the hell is a flagellator? Flog someone. Oh, okay, so he just flogs everyone at, at Richmond, um, in probably Richmond Jail. His death in early March 1832 resulted in an inquest concluding that he had laid down while drunk and fell or was pushed from the parapet of the bridge, 27 feet in height. Grover's ghost is said to appear on the bridge at certain times. The ghost of a large black and white dog, sometimes called Grover's dog, is also seen on the bridge. One lady reports it appearing at her side on several occasions as she walked the bridge at night. It would walk along her, alongside her from one end to the other and then disappear as quickly as it had come. What? What is what? What would what? what? Old Melbourne Jail, I've been here. A number of ghosts, including the ghost of famous bushranger Ned Kelly, are said to inhabit the walls of this colonial prison. What? They spelt jail wrong. Oh, that's freaky. Okay, Luna Park in Melbourne, Victoria. Over 50 years ago, a crazy joker ghost terrorised people on rides and threw things... That's pretty cool. I would love to be terrorized by a ghost, like a like a uh, a, a a ghost joker. I think that would be fun because imagine telling people that story. No one would believe you, and then you'd be like, "Damn, 
Well, damn. Actually, that wouldn't be that fun. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing with my life? I don't know. I'm sitting on my bed at 9.38 at night. On a Friday night when I could be out partying with all my friends. Okay, who am I kidding? I have no friends. I am alone. I really don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go on my Facebook page right now because my um, a friend of mine um, commented on a post and told me about this story that she had um, experienced when she was younger. Uh, her parents owned La, 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 Rula, La Rula guest house on Mudgee or in Mudgee in the 1990s. The house was built in 1860 by a successful local merchant for his wife. They often felt a present presence and guests often reported seeing the figure of a woman in the beautiful long hallway. They had ma- two massive table protectors on the 14-seat mahogany dining table. From time to time, this playful spirit would change the order of the table protectors. She met her match with my mum, but every time mum changed them back, she would change them again. It was their little game. Two things. She didn't like the order of the table protectors. Like She was just like, this doesn't work, so I'm just going to do it my way because this is how I always had them. And yeah, just, just, yeah. And two, isn't it nice that, you know, she's got... She's got a friendly ghost. Like, I've been terrorized by a, by a not-so-friendly ghost, and I'd rather a friendly ghost. I've also been terrorized by a fem- friendly ghost. She was nice. Okay, so um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop this up on my SoundCloud. I'm sorry this this wasn't the most um, ex- ex- like a, uh, thrilling, however many minutes... Um, this was, so I do apologize for that. It might have been a bit boring, uh, but I thought I'd pop something up because I love telling ghost stories and I love listening and hearing them. So if you guys do have anything, please email me or send me something on Facebook. I'll um, put a link to my Facebook page on my um, blog. Um, uh, follow me on Reddit. I'll put my Reddit thing up there and my Tumblr stuff up there. I'll put all of my... Um, all of my uh, social media up on my blog. Send me like, like the thing, comment, share, uh, follow me on SoundCloud, on um, Twitter, on Tumblr, on Reddit, and on um, WordPress, which is where my blog is. And just yeah, just send me some stuff. Like I'd, I'd love to hear it. Like I am a, I am a lover of scary, scary shit. Yes. Okay. Bye, everyone. Stay spooky. Hope you have a lovely week, weekend, day, month, year, um, rest of your life. That'd be nice. Uh, yes, yeah, stay spooky. Bye.